everybody. Happy Tuesday and welcome on into another episode of Great Corner Gals. This is the show where we talk all about amazing women doing amazing things in the freight and logistics space. And I'm Keely Nix, joined by my partner in crime and co-host, Grace Sharkey, who has just come back from a trip to Louisville, Kentucky in the Mid-America Truck Show. Grace, we're diving straight in. Tell me about for show once again, I, I I was actually surprised to see that this time around there was even more people uh, than the previous years. I think they had up to sixty thousand people at this event. It's uh, huge. I love this event because not only do you get to see some wonderful content geared towards truck drivers, small fleets, etc., but you also get to see families come together and enjoy the time and learning more about the industry. And honestly, this year in particular, I had a wonderful time because. There are some really amazing women that I got to meet at this event, even more women than I've seen in the past. And I think that's uh, that's the key thing that I want to take, especially for this show and for our wonderful guests that we're about to have here in a second, is it's we're slowly chopping away at this problem of not having enough women in this industry. Uh, but I saw a lot of uh, hope uh, towards getting a better percentage of us in this industry this time around at Matt's, that's for sure. So you met possibly, in your words, one of your favorite people, Thie Takaro, who is a heavy equipment operator. She's also an author, and she also has a set of nails that are just beautiful. And I know that you're a nail girl yourself, so like yeah. you love checking out people's nails that are done. Look at that right now, right? But tell me about yeah. meeting Kathy, her story, and her book. Okay, so you guys know me. I love flatbed freight. I love big freight. I love like just like giant things that don't make sense to me. How did this exist? How did this get here? And so I'm walking down this hall and I see, if we can bring this up, the cover of her book, uh, which is, of course, Dream Big. And I see this giant, huge uh, uh, caterpillar heavy equipment, basically. It's a dump truck. But it's a dump truck that can haul over 22 uh, tons, over 22 elephants, right? Which is like absolutely insane. And I see this woman coming down to, of course, sign books. And let me just tell you, I love people that are their authentic self. And that's the first thing I noticed when I met Kathy is just she's she's wearing fur. She's got the long nails. She's got the blonde hair. She looks amazing. And I'm like, okay, cool. We need to be best friends. I start talking with her. She's a heavy equipment operator for Imperial Oil. She's a motivational speaker. She wrote a book about her own personal development and the personal development coaching that she does. She also uh, writes children's book. We're going to have to get her on this show. Uh, if, I don't know if we can pull up a picture of her and I together. Up there, that's the picture of her. You can see her tiny underneath a huge tire, right? There's that tiny little Kathy there. Uh, so go check this book out on Amazon. Uh, but just a full of energy. And speaking of uh, women in trucking and everything that we're doing today, she was actually just uh, did uh, an expose in Redefining the Road. Look at that. Look at energy from her. It's absolutely amazing. You know, just meet people. And they're just like, they've got a glow about them. And they're here to make a difference. That's her. And she's, she's living her best life. And I can't wait to have her on the show to talk about... Uh, the troubles that she's gone through and how, I mean, becoming a heavy equipment operator has truly saved her life. So we'll have her on the show soon, that's for sure. And you can check out her story, actually, in Women in Truckies, Redefining the Road magazine. She was just showcased in that as well. 
awesome stuff you know from kathy and i would absolutely love to have her on the show as well so we're going to make that happen grace let's talk about the walmart drivers there we met some walmart drivers at the women in trucking accelerate event back in november who one were awesome to hang out with but let's talk about them at maths and the story of the walmart drivers and maths Okay, listen, I've got this, uh, I, I'm just truly in love with Walmart's uh, driving program. I mean, we've, we've talked about it no, numerous times on the show. I talk about Walmart all the time on uh, my retail show, Point of Sale, just because I love the tech even that they're uh, focused on. But again, I got to meet an incredible group of female drivers for Walmart at the salute for women in truck. Look, look at this squad right here. And I'll tell you what, every time I meet a new uh, f- a driver for Walmart, I always kind of whisper in their ear, like, you know, would you ever leave Walmart? And they actually act extremely offended and say, no way, Jose, it would never happen. And uh, listen, we're talking about an industry with some major recruiting and retention problems. And every time I meet a Walmart driver, they are just dedicated to that company for life. Uh, I would highly uh, suggest companies listening out there looking to retain drivers better. Go look at what they're offering their drivers. I mean, even when we were in Dallas, I, I got to learn that they now offer benefits towards women looking to adopt children and in vitro services and things of that nature. I mean, I could go on and on for days with the energy of a Walmart driver, let alone a female Walmart driver is is unmatched once again. And I was just really excited to bump into the crew at uh, Bats as well. We love it. And we are so glad that you were there and had such a great time. We've mentioned women in trucking uh, several times already throughout the intro of our show today. We are blessed and very excited to have our two leaders of the Women in Trucking organization with us today, founder and outgoing CEO, Ellen Voya, and new CEO, Jennifer Hedrick, both joining us to talk a little bit about the leadership transition. And ladies, thank you both so much for joining us on the show today. As I mentioned, big time transitions happening across the Women in Trucking organization, but ones that I think all of us in the space are very excited about. So Ellen, starting off with you as the outgoing CEO and of course the founder of Women in Trucking, talk to us a little bit about the decision to step down and the search for Jennifer, who is now filling your shoes. Well, one of the things I'm really proud of is the fact that we had a succession plan in place because a lot of times founders don't want to leave and suddenly something happens to them and nobody knows what to do. So this has been a long transition. Um, Jennifer was actually brought on in January, um, but officially made the CEO at our annual meeting on March 16th. And so I'm helping her, um, you know, with all learning about our organization. Um, and then I will actually be gone um uh, as an employee on the end of June. However, um, I will do some speaking and, you know, do some blogging um, at Jennifer's discretion. But um, what I'm really excited about is I'm, I tell people I'm the entrepreneur. I started Women in Trucking with an idea, right? I chased shiny objects. We, we're, we've grown to a staff. We have 13, I think now. Um, and we're all over. We're a virtual organization. Our budget is in the millions. Um, and so it's, gone to a level where I'm ready to hand it off to someone who has the association management, um, you know, expertise in leading an organization to the next level. Um, Because I'm not, I I will be upfront and say, I'm not the best manager because I just tell people, well, this is my vision and make it happen. So um, this is where Jennifer comes in and and helps the staff and be a a more cohesive and more professional organization than someone like me who chases shiny objects. (laughs) 
And I love that that's a business lesson of it in and of itself. And I love that you're teaching that to not only everyone watching today, but to your audience with women in trucking as well. It's important to to realize, right, maybe your position in the growth of this wonderful organization. And yeah, I, I highly doubt there's going to be a day where we don't see maybe at least a blog, but at least your presence uh, in the association as well. And and for you, Jennifer, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to our audience and tell us about your professional background and what really attracted you to becoming a part of a woman in trucking in this role in particular. Sure. Thank you. And thanks for the invitation to, to join you today. And I'm excited to be here. I have been in the association space for um, over 15 years and excited about this opportunity because um, as as Ellen said, you know this is this is a, a terrific organization. It's a long established organization. She started it with a vision and has grown it to be a, a leader in not only in the trucking industry but in the association world. So it's it's really an honor honor to jump in here uh, and and work with Ellen and our board leadership and staff team and and members. Um, I have. Um, management experience um, with another trade association in the in the transportation space, National Industrial Transportation League. Um, I was there for almost six years and um, really grew to to love the transportation space. And so uh, to have an opportunity to come here and and be in this environment um, to help continue the legacy of, of a strong association is really an honor and a privilege to me. So Jennifer, as you move into the start of your tenure, obviously you took the reins at the beginning of March and Ellen will step down completely by the middle of the summer. I love this transition period because it gives you guys both a good opportunity to sit down and make sure that the missions and the goals of the things that are set in process already for the association are aligning and able to continue to progress. As you step into the role, what are some of your big time goals? I, I like to categorize goals as like big G, like the ones that take you a long time to do, like they're they're long term and little G goals, like the ones that you can accomplish and check off your bucket list like pretty quick. Quick. Do you have any big G goals and little G goals that you're working on? Well, first of all, I love that. Um, <laughs> and I think we all should be pursuing big G goals in professionally and personally, and um, but always being mindful of the little G goals because little G goals are really what get you um, to those, to those big G goals. But we've, I, I feel like, and, and I think Ellen would agree too, we've, we've accomplished a lot of little G goals, um, over the past few months in this transition period. And, um, one of those that's leading to a big G goal is having an opportunity to meet with our board, uh, and do some strategic planning. Um, I started on January 9th and on January 10th, I flew to Dallas and met with the board and staff team. And we just, dove into strategic planning um, for the next few years, but also looking at 10-year aspirational goals. And I, I think big G goals overall, you know, if I've gotten a couple of questions, well, Jennifer, what are you, what are you planning to change? What do you, what are you going to do that's that's different? And and I would say, you know, Ellen, Ellen alluded to the management side of things. And of course, you know, that 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 will change. And Ellen, um, Ellen is free to to chase shiny objects and and we'll focus on you know the the nuts and bolts of of the association and and growing that and um and, and increasing the the membership and and those kinds of things um with with her involvement um as well 
But um, that that's really where you know where we're headed. We we want to um, continue the the tra- trajectory of women in trucking, building on the successes that are already there, and um, and and you know expanding the shape, expanding the vision, expanding um, the understanding that women have a very significant place in transportation, and and um, excited to continue that message. And I love that what this to these uh, goals that clearly there's big issues that women are facing in entering the space and and maybe being uh, uh, communicated directly to in order to be uh, maybe feel more invited to to join transportation in various levels, right? It's not just for me about getting into the truck, but I mean mechanics, uh, dispatchers, fleet managers, etc. Uh, where do you feel like, Jennifer, are the most pressing issues facing women in the trucking industry today? And how are you looking to address those with those goals as well? Sure. So I it's, that's a great question. I, I think, you know, first and foremost is accessibility. And we want women to understand that there are opportunities for them within um, within this this industry and um, particularly for for women who have um, families and and other responsibilities outside of work, um, there there are positions available to them. Some of it is making sure that we educate women about these opportunities um, and and making sure that they understand that that there is that there is a place for them. That this has often been characterized as a as a male uh, dominated industry, and of course it is still primarily male, but um, we're we're continuing to uh, message both within the the press and to our members and through events that we have for for women and and potential members of the industry that there is a space for them here and it's a great living and a great environment and um, s- significant opportunities for growth uh, along the way as well and and as you said in, in a variety of positions not just the driver but you know in um, in technology-related positions and and within the corporate uh, realm of this industry as well. So, Ellen, as you look back on your time and your tenure leading the association, is there a shining moment like this is the culmination of everything that I wanted this association to be? Or has that moment yet to happen yet? And you're looking and waiting to see what exciting things happen with Jennifer's tenure. Well, the whole 16 years have been one exciting moment after another. I mean... I mean, I remember walking into a strategy session and looking at the the names of the companies around the table and thinking, "Wow!" I mean, I I it was just amazing to me to think that you know Walmart and Amazon and Daimler and Great Dane and all these companies were there because they support the mission, and that's gender diversity in the trucking industry. So I, I think that was an eye opening moment for me. In fact, it was. I got choked up when I realized that these big companies that had a lot of influence and a lot of money to spend um, were looking to us as a resource. So, I, I, you know, that's that's always been something that has just really amazed me. Um, I wouldn't have guessed that 16 years ago to have that kind of support from the industry. But the industry has embraced our mission and Jennifer's going to have even more companies embracing our mission moving forward and the organization is going to continue to grow. And a, a big thing right now with companies, the shippers in particular, is uh, they're focused on ESG initiatives, and uh, on top of that as well, also DEI. And I think that 
What's interesting is the uh, the incredible grasp that women in trucking has on this industry and and making sure that women are involved in those conversations and uh, are being, of course, uh, promoted in the space. But I'm interested to even bring that down closer. Jennifer, for you taking on this role, how do you feel organizations like WIT, how do they play a role in promoting even more diversity and inclusion when it comes to any more minority-led groups uh, in transportation as a whole? And, and how are you looking to address bringing those with different backgrounds into the industry, females from different uh, from different communities that we've not really seen in our industry in the past and promoting them within uh, trucking as well? Mm-hmm. So uh, another, another great question. Um, so I, I, one of the one of the things that um, I'll start with with our board, um, we're we're very fortunate to have a uh, very accomplished. As and Ellen mentioned, some of the companies that that are part of our leadership, but we have a, a very accomplished and diverse board. So it really starts with us. It starts with us in our modeling um, of these sorts of things. You know, a, a lot of our companies uh, have very robust DEI programs and ERGs, and um, have shown us some best practices for developing those sorts of programs. And so that kind of thing is is important for us as we develop content, as we frame that content for different members and different audiences. Um, we are beginning to, uh, we, we have a, a international membership, but we're getting, we're beginning to see more interest from uh, countries such as Mexico in, in getting involved and in, in creating uh, potentially uh, programs for Spanish-speaking individuals. So, you know, we we have to model these sorts of things. We have to be uh, in touch with society and and go where uh, the interest is and and be be a leader there. And so, I'm I'm excited about some of the things that we already have in place and, and exploring others uh, as well. We love to see the support that's not just about gender diversity, but also racial and ethnic diversity, socioeconomic background diversity as well. Ellen, let's bring it all right back to Matt, the Mid-America Trucking Show, the salute to women behind the wheel, and of course, the other very exciting things that were announced for women in trucking, the giveaway of the truck and the female driver of the year. First off, talk about to salute to women behind the wheel and the success of that event. So the salute to women behind the wheel, um, we started it 13 years ago, and it was just a very, actually, the very first year we were trying to break the world's record, which had been set in the Netherlands. Um, of like 417, and we've never broken that record, but that's why we actually have to verify that they are a female CDL holder, and so we do that. But we had 109 uh, women at our event, and we gave them all the red shirts. Their family members came, so there was probably closer to 300 people at the event, Um, but we celebrate them. We honor them. We tell them, you know, you're a pioneer, but we're here to support you. Uh, We have chocolate fountains. Uh, We have a cake in the shape of a truck. Grace, I hope you got a picture of the cake that we can share as I do. And then we take a photo of all the women in their, their, you know, their red shirts. Red is the power color. So uh, we take a photo and we use that photo for publicity purposes all year round because it's such a great, powerful, um, you know, just a remembrance of all the, the women who were there and who we were celebrating. So it's just so much fun. There's so much energy in the room. And what's really cool is all of their family members and their companies who support them when they come here to celebrate with us. 
Yeah, I, I think that's what I love about maps the most is you get to see that family element and kids just like really looking up to their parents for a role that, I mean, we're even trying to get the average consumer to understand is is so important to our to our communities and our, and our economy as a whole. And just to like see, especially young girls, there's so many young girls that were there this weekend, which like it makes me a little emotional, but it's just really great to see and it, it is. It's it's crazy to see them like with their dads and enjoying this this space and and learning about an industry that's it's not easy for every young girl to learn about. And everything that you do with Girl Scouts is like one of my biggest things. I'm working with Ingrid and doing a Girl Scout uh, 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 class up here as well for that badge. It's, I think it's an absolutely incredible program. So it's uh, kudos to you and everything that you're doing because it that event is especially helps showcase that work that, you, that you've put in it. And Jennifer, can you speak to the announcement of the Driver of the Year recipient for Women in Trucking this year on Freightwaves now? But I want to hear from well, the winner and the exciting things that she's done in the industry. Um, sure. And that, it cut out just a little bit, but um, we did, uh, Candy Bass uh, has been driving for well over 50 years. She's almost 80 years old. And uh, I believe Ellen, she has 6 million safe miles, I think. Uh, but just a just a terrific, terrific individual and uh, really accomplished career. I think um, all of that said, one of my favorite parts about the event, um, about our salute was Ellen, um, and this is this has been done over over many years, but Ellen asks the, um, the attendees to stand in in accordance with the number of years that they have worked in the industry. And we had um, at the very beginning of, of this segment, we had one woman stand up who had been in the industry less than one year. And just coincidentally enough, she was sitting next to Candy. Um, and, and when Candy came on stage, she just, um, or right before she came on stage, excuse me, she just made a point of hugging her and welcoming welcoming her to the industry. And, and it was just a very, very beautiful moment and sort of a transition from someone who had been in the industry for quite some time and has really led the way in a lot of areas to a new, um, some new faces and some new, new young folks who have embraced uh, truck driving as, as their profession. It's that passing of the torch, which is so necessary, so appreciated. And we are so thankful that Women in Trucking is the organization to help us do that. Ladies, thank you both so much for joining us here today on the show. If people want to learn a little bit more about Women in, women in Trucking, of course, they head over to womenintrucking.org. Jennifer, anything exciting coming up for the organization as we move into the summer? Uh, sure. We've got, you mentioned um, a, a Girl Scout event. We we have a Girl Scout event actually coming up um, at the at the end of uh, this month, which I know we're really excited about. We're also hiring a new director of driver engagement as well to lead those sorts of events. Um, and as Ellen, as Ellen transitions from um, her role, she's, she's continuing to speak. We have some events that we're um, attending and um, Ellen is being honored with some things as well. So I, I want to be sure that, that we, um, we call that out and um, just thank her as, as, um, for all of her leadership over this time as, as we transition to this new phase of, of women in trucking. Well, round of applause. 
Thank you guys both so much for joining us. We hope the transition continues to go smooth, and I am sure that we will talk to you all soon. Thanks so much. Thank you. Grace, another amazing episode in the books, and I think you're right. It's the most, one of the most is women in trucking. Let's talk a little bit about what's coming up on both of our sides of the house. We've got a lot going on. Of course, you host Point of Sale, and you were on the right series for the rest of the week this week. Uh, well, we're going to actually be interviewing tonight uh, Levy uh, Human, uh, the country music star, who will be a part of St. Christopher's uh, Truckers Relief Fund Benefit Concert in Knoxville, Tennessee. So you can check that out. And Blake Brumley will be joining me today. So it should be a funny episode. I think I've got some clever questions for him that should be good, especially based off his new song, Rent Free. You can check it out on YouTube. And then uh, this week, we have Thomas and Mary, of course, joining me, uh, Mike Bowden Distal. Uh, we're going to have uh, Harish Menadiar, who is a global shipping expert, and he's going to be out with us this week to talk about some enhancements of technology in that space. Uh, and then Friday, we'll be wrapping up with a new segment I'm doing called Mental Models, where I'm teaching, actually, uh, drivers, yeah, different ways of thinking so that maybe there's different ways they can look at their business and grow their business as well. So you can check that out on SiriusXM channel 146. Awesome, Grace. Well, thank you so much for joining us today for Great Quarter Gals. We'll see you guys next Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Have a great rest of your day. One, two, three.